0: As the news of coronavirus reverberates throughout the world, we at HRN are especially concerned about how coronavirus will impact our food system. We will use our platform to support the restaurant, agriculture, hospitality, and other food-related industries by maintaining our coverage and operations. As social distancing becomes the temporary norm, podcasts are more important than ever. There's never been a more crucial time to stay informed about the state of our food system and the way that food connects our global community. We're sharing all of our COVID-19 coverage at heritageradionetwork.org COVID-19. From interviews with nonprofit leaders and journalists to firsthand accounts from chefs and restaurant owners to reports on how the crisis is affecting regional farms. Our team is working remotely from all over to keep food radio alive. HRN needs your support more than ever to keep sharing essential stories and resources with our listeners. Make a donation of any amount. Visit heritageradionetwork.org slash donate.
1: Welcome to Life's a Banquet, a totally original podcast about <laughs> death and drinking. Taxes. Uh, about death and taxes and sitting alone in a room with me, Zara, and... And Nicole.
2: <laughs> I never you know right? if you're going to say my name or not.
1: <laughs> I know, I just like to keep you on your toes. Are you on your toes right now? Uh, nope. Where are you? Are you on your butt? Are you on your, are you on your cheeks?
2: Yes, and sitting down. Hmm.
1: Cool. What else are you doing? What are you drinking?
2: Oh, this is exciting. So, mm. I'm oh, drinking... God, something's exciting. <laughs> <laughs> I'm drinking spiked seltzer Ooh. mixed with... Con- or no, crystal light pink lemonade.
1: Oh, hell yeah, bitch. You went there. Where'd you get that crystal light? When'd you get the crystal light lemonade?
2: So I had to go to the grocery store Mm -hmm. yesterday, a recent day. I don't know. I guess it was yesterday. I had to get there at eight because they don't let you in before eight unless you're an elder. Oh. Um, And I had to wait in line. I had to wait in line outside for a while, but not too long.
1: What grocery store did you go to? The one in your neighborhood?
2: Yeah. Okay. Um... Very close by, five-minute walk from my home. I don't normally go to this grocery store because it's usually too full of people. But that's not an issue today. It still was pretty full of people. But, uh, yeah, we had to wait in line outside, and they let us know when we can go inside, when it's basically like when one person comes out, one person can go in. Right. Um, what message kind of did you get? Just stuff, but I also, they have like regular, it's like a big regular grocery store like with a parking lot. So they have stuff oh, that wow. they don't normally have at my other grocery store that I typically go to. Um, oh, so they have like Crystal Light and they have like, just like all kinds of stuff that they have. Like they have a whole chip aisle, which I think <gasps> is hard to find in New York. Small. Would you have any stores. chips? No, I'm trying not to have any snacks that okay. are that accessible in the home
1: that's a good Um, idea it's hard to like control yourself with snacks if you're just home all day I like somehow had a couple bags of potato chips that I got at the beginning of this thing that I haven't like opened yet because I just
2: I feel like if I open them (laughs) they're just staring at you every time you open the cabinet door Uh, yeah just take just take one or two of us please we need to get out of this bag what are you drinking
1: I'm having the same thing I had last week kind of I'm a. Chinar, seltzer, lime, and today I, I've mixed in tequila for a little flair. Whoa. Ooh, it's
2: good. <laughs> it's crazy. I have some un, unrelated to the podcast news that I think that you will enjoy and maybe oh. that you already knew about, but I, don't, I didn't know about this. Lay it on us. So I was reading this really good article, actually, hold on. I think I saved it well whatever. To, like bleach
3: i was okay
2: <laughs> um <laughs> i was reading this article about like how whatever B- biden um and they had a uh-huh. picture of him and i was like oh he probably was handsome when he was young and i literally have no idea what he looks like when he was young yeah so i googled what he looked like when he was young and he was like bald so i was like <laughs> what i was like wait what and so i literally googled like Joe Biden hair plugs. And I found this article by Politico from 2008 and it's called Biden's helmet. And.
1: <laughs> oh yeah. The, bald. I'm looking at it right now.
2: The first sentence is it is a fraying comb-backed helmet that barely covers a long time <laughs> fact of Washington life. The Senator from Delaware has taken steps to preempt baldness. <laughs> and then they go on to say that. He probably had a hair transplant as early as 1987 and a reporter oh asked him to confirm the theory and he was like, you have to guess. I have to keep some mystery in my life. <laughs> um, so he he had, was like, mad bald. So yeah, he had bad plugs when his hair is dark and then he got a better, more successful sort of Ted Danson type hair yeah. transplant later on. Wow. I'm looking at that right now. Pretty exactly. exciting stuff. It's, I can't believe nobody s- found this out.
1: <laughs> Why is this not fair? They're bearing the Tara Reid story and the hair plug story. Well, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so, the liberal media. God, God damn it. God damn it. You know what? Um, I like a good Bernie. Bernie Sanders is just like, I stopped going to the barber in 1978 <laughs> <laughs> as a sign of solidarity with all those folks that can't afford to get their hair cut. And uh, he just lets it, like, burn off on the ends naturally. But he looks (laughs) great. He's hot. I'm looking at a picture of him right now. Again, just, like, putting it out there. Wood smash Bernie Sanders. Call me. All right. Well. (laughs) He's attractive. Talking about a hot young. Bernie was also hot when he was young. (laughs) Don't you think? Hot young Bernie Sanders. No plastic surgery. I'm looking at Biden's surgery face now. Like, there's a, there's a picture that I'm looking at right now, I should send it to you, um, where his like, you can see the um, facelift part at his ear. It's, like, pulling. Who? Joe Biden. Bernie would never
2: have a facelift. <laughs> you think Biden had a facelift? Oh, 100%. Yeah. 100%. Yeah, he looks, he looks really old and bald in this 2008 photo. Yeah.
1: He, like, his, his eyes are basically, like, sewn open.
2: <laughs> oh, it's time to go to work. <laughs> okay, I have one more quote from this article because I enjoyed it so much. Yeah. Uh, at Strom Thurmond's 90th birthday party, Biden mm. found a, pot- a patch of common ground. He said to Strom, When I came to the Senate in 72, you were 70, and I want to tell you I resent any reference to your hair. <laughs> you have been an inspiration to me in so many ways. <laughs> Oh, wow. Great
1: thing to say to America's fucking sweetheart, Strom Thurmond, one of the worst human beings to ever live.
2: Also, how do they live to be so old? They're like, lizard people. Well, for real.
1: Okay, so this is something that I've long said. Why does no president ever just die young of like natural causes? Like none of them ever just get like cancer or a heart attack or like anything isn't that strange (laughs) yes the likelihood i mean there's obviously some kind obviously they have good doctors but so do a lot of people there's clearly some kind of like fountain of youth i don't think a lot of people do have good doctors tbh (laughs) no i'm saying the presidents have good doctors right but that's why they do a lot of people and i'm like meh oh no (laughs) everyone has good doctors in this country everyone i know including myself you totally are gone just kidding. My doctor is, I'm, I, uh, my doctor is named Jerry Hayson. She's great. She has, um, she wears like so much hair gel in her hair that it always looks like her hair is wet, but not like, you know, as part of whatever the wet hair trend that's going on. How can you have a doctor? How can I have a doctor? Because I can't exactly tell you, I'm going to out myself <laughs> a, a little something that I've got like had going for me. And if anyone finds out I'll be in shrubs.
2: Okay, well, then I wouldn't say that everyone has a good doctor except for you doing something illegal. And oh, no, that was a joke. Of course not everyone has a good doctor. I was being sarcastic.
1: <laughs> I love your shady doctor dealings. Yeah, I go to a nurse practitioner.
2: Oh, um, that's not against the law.
1: Yeah, no, it's not. She's great, though. I really they like that. They can her.
2: write prescriptions. They can do it all. You they, know can she de- won't. they can deliver a baby. She
1: won't write me a uh, prescription for migraines. I get migraines, and I'm like... Jerry Hayes, like hit me up with some migraine meds. And she's like, no, because she thinks I'm like a drug addict, I think. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, I'm having debilitating headaches that last for three days. Like I'm not trying to get high on migraine medication. If I wanted to get high, I would drink bleach like everyone else. (laughs) It's really hard to find bleach to drink. Mm. (laughs) You know what? I can't find any paper towels. And I don't understand. I just had to drive to Long Island to get one roll of paper towels from my parents that they left on the porch.
2: Um, yeah, I don't I there's none at the grocery store I went to. They have a little bit of toilet paper. Um and they actually had paper towels, but okay. I didn't have room in my cart for them cuz they only came in like a 3-pack. Oh. What that's the other I, thing. It's like it's really hard for me to go to the grocery store for more than a week's worth of groceries because I can't carry it all. <laughs> I know it's tough, man. it's like the struggle is real. Um, um, I I not yeah, They didn't have any bleach at all, except for like toilet bleach, but it was a spray gel. <laughs> Ew! How do you spray a gel? I don't know, but I was like, I'll use it because it no, Toilet bleach is just still bleach. It doesn't matter where you're supposed to put it according to the label. But yeah, that's um, true. I was like, spray gel is not really going to. Do a great job of helping me sanitize all of my groceries.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, then they're just going to be covered in bleach gel. I have a, <laughs> I have an extra thing of bleach I can give you if you want.
2: Well, I'm going to check the store. I have to go back to the. I'm going to go to a different grocery store tomorrow um, at seven a.m. when they open. Yeah, they don't. They don't have this special time for the elderly. They don't care.
1: <laughs> <laughs> they're like, come in, whenever, elderly, and get poisoned with viral sickness. Um. Anyways. <laughs> So, Are we get into our toppy top. Sure. <laughs> Nicole picked the top today and I like it. It's good. All right, sure. Why not? I don't know why I picked this, but I know I was so random. What did I say? Like, we should pick virus foods or something or like ill sickness foods? What was my something? I don't know. Very on the nose.
2: <laughs> 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 and then Nicole's like, how about pie? It's because I was thinking about bean pie from when I talked about it before. Um, I used to have a friend who we called
1: bean pie in high school, but now I can't remember who it was. All I know is that someone was called bean pie.
2: Well, I was wrong about bean pie. So then I was like, we should talk about all the different pies that I like and none other pies will be mentioned. Okay. <laughs> <Perfect>. <laughs> so, what, what kind of pie? So from what I gather from you is that you like
1: pies that have just like a thick layer of something, but you're not interested in a fruit pie. Would that be a correct assessment of your pie design?
2: Yeah, but a thick layer of something is sounds detrimental to my <laughs> delicious pies. <laughs> a thick, rich chocolate cake with
1: a thick, rich frosting. Isn't that like Hillary Clinton's favorite food? Yeah. Fat-free chocolate
2: cake. <laughs> she said. fat-free cookies. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, I I went on a pie journey, but yeah, I don't like a fruit pie. I don't like hot fruit in any form. Don't give me a cobbler. Really? Don't give me a fool. Wait a minute now. What if a cobbler is then chilled down to room
1: temperature? You would no. not interested. No, really, not even peach. Ew! I'm upset with you about this, but go on. This is your opinion.
2: It's fine. You're entitled to it. It's. I don't have to. You guys can all eat peach cobbler all day. I will not judge you. I'm just not going to eat it. Okay. Perfect. More peach cobbler for all me and my friends who are here at my apartment. <laughs> I just don't know why you want to take like a can of peaches and then put granola on top of it and call that a dessert. It's fresh peaches. <laughs> if you don't have
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's you can use fresh peaches, first of all. And it's not granola. It's <laughs> I know.
2: I was being bitchy, okay. Okay. What are your habits had... you like? Okay, so I went on a journey, a pie journey, looking up information about all the pies that I like. So I'm going to have to kind of speed through here because I got way too much information. <laughs> okay? <laughs> yeah, what, you didn't have anything else to be doing? You're
1: just, uh...
2: What? Oh, yeah, no, I really went down in a, a pie hole. <laughs> <laughs> um Okay, let's start with the first pie. Are you ready?
1: Yes, yeah, is this the first pie ever made, or just the first pie you're talking about?
2: My own, mine, first pie. Okay. This pie is called chess pie. Ooh. Which is a pie from England. Oh. Wow. Originally, but it's been here for so long in America that Martha Washington herself has a recipe for it in her cookbook called "The Book of Cookery." Mmm. Mm, so <laughs> wow. Go on. Uh, So chess pie is essentially flour, butter, sugar, eggs, sometimes buttermilk, sometimes lemon juice, um, and it's just a custard pie, essentially. Mm -hmm. Um, I realized in my journey that I thought I had been eating something called shaker lemon pie, which we're going to talk about in a second. Okay. But I'd actually been eating lemon chess pie.
0: (gasps)
1: Oh my god, what did you do when you found out? Did you call Geraldo?
2: shocked.
1: <laughs> you call her all the, You're like, I've been secretly eating lemon chest pie my whole life.
2: Well, it, once you find out what the shaker lemon pie is, you'll, it'll, it, it fits with my brand. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so chest pie is typically eaten in the South, but for some reason I, ate, the reason why I think I ate it a lot as, as a youth is because I didn't like nuts as a kid. And so I think that my, Grandma or somebody in the family was making me a pecan pie without pecans, which essentially is what a chess pie Oh, that sounds is. good. Just the goose. Yeah, they're delicious. Um, okay. Shaker lemon pie is also known as Ohio lemon pie. Oh. Um, and its origins are from the Shakers, which is an offshoot of a religious group, offshoot of the Quakers. Um,
1: <laughs> wow, wow, what an original name.
2: Well, they, yeah, they had different beliefs. There's a lot of information about these folks on Wikipedia, if you're interested. Um, Their furniture is amazing. Shaker furniture is actually pretty cool. Um, And their artwork is cool. Yeah, it is. Um, According to Wikipedia, the Shakers had a lot of success at growing fruit, which led to a veritable calendar of pies. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So they actually have two pies, two lemon pies. One's a lemon meringue um, and this lemon shaker pie, which is a more frugal pie, which means you use the whole fruit. So basically you take a whole lemon, you slice it into really thin pieces, like thin rounds. Then you macerate it with sugar for like all day. Uh, Then you mix that with beaten eggs. And so essentially the filling is a cross between marmalade and lemon curd, which I don't think I would like, especially as a kid with Mm -hmm. the... Because there's like rind, you know, rind yeah. in there. Um, um, but present day, I think I would maybe fuck with this pie. I'm intrigued. Would you fuck this pie, though, like in the movie American Pie? No. It's harder for women identifying people to do that.
1: <laughs> that is true. People with vaginas, it might be harder to fuck a pie. But
2: not impossible, let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> Don't tell me, actually. I will not let you. <laughs> Um, um, so, yeah, I've never had a fucking shaker lemon pie, and I thought I had, and I'm a big fat liar. Oh. <laughs> you know um, Yeah, I feel you. I smell what the rock was cooking. The it's truth pie. is, awesome. <laughs> and speaking of being a liar, I also lied about bean pie. Well, I didn't really lie, but I was just confused. So okay. it is a southern food, kind of. But essentially, the bean pie... Um, I got this all from this article in Taste Magazine called "The Radical Pie That Fueled a Nation." So, oh wow, um, yeah, and so bean pie is made with navy beans, sugar, eggs, and milk. It's essentially also a custard pie, um, but instead of we just use beans. Mm, uh,
1: yeah, beans it's instead of other. Items. Pie.
2: Instead of other times that we'll talk about later. Um, it's basically equivocated with the nation of Islam and the black nationalist and socialist reform movements, um, talking all the way back to 1934. So they had a lot of dietary restrictions. Um, but a lot of it was a rejection of soul food. And basically they're like, we don't want to eat soul food because it's a slave diet. It's like our Americanized version of food that we're supposed to be eating. Um, Mm -hmm. And so they rejected that, and so they could only eat navy beans. And though the actual origins of the pie are, they can't really identify exactly where it came from. Um, they are definitely like associated very strongly with this Muslim movement. Um, Muhammad Ali loved bean pie so much that he blamed it for his loss to Joe Frazier in 1971, which really. Apparently, it was a big deal. I don't know. Why? He was, like, <laughs> farting too
1: much? What what did the pie do to him that made him lose?
2: He was eating too much of it during training. Oh. <laughs>
1: okay. Oh, was it because he could only eat the navy beans and he was training? I mean, that would be very hard to be a boxer and only be able to eat navy beans.
2: No, he. it's the bean pie. He I blamed, understand. He blamed the bean pie for his loss. Right, right, right. Okay.
1: Yeah, I mean, that doesn't seem like if I was going to think about what a boxer should be eating to, like, train... To do a good job, like pie would not be on the top of the list. (laughs) Um, Raw eggs, raw liver meat. Yeah. Basically anything raw. Oh, I'm sorry. I need to sidebar here. Uh, I watched the movie that you recommended to me the other day, Heaven Can Wait, which is Warren Beatty um, starring uh, like in the beginning of the film as like a famous quarterback, like going to the Super Bowl. And he makes himself uh, liver and whey shakes. Yes. Which I thought was adorable.
2: You thought that was adorable? That sounds repulsive.
1: It's so cute. I just want to, all I want to do is meet a man who just buzzes himself up a nice liver and whey shake in the morning, noon and night. That's That's, what I'll know. That
2: so gross. Um, Okay. Going back to my bean pie.
1: Thank you. I'm sorry.
2: I have a long quote from Taste Magazine, but it's really good. So I'm just going to read the whole thing to you. Okay? Okay. One theory is that the potent symbolism of the pie involves the replacement of sweet potato with the navy bean. Sweet potato is one of the most prominent symbols of traditional black cooking and a direct relic of the so-called slave diet. By baking the pie, Muslim African Americans rejected the social bonds imposed by white society and created a new identity in the process, establishing their own foothold in American culinary traditions.
1: Oh, wow. That's amazing. It's pretty cool, right? Yeah, it's really cool. That's a great great history of bean pies. It's very interesting.
2: Okay, I have one final pie. Please. Are you ready? Absolutely. It is Boston cream pie. (laughs) Oh, yeah. That's
1: a pie. That's a pie.
2: All right. Uh, So Boston cream pie, which I hope everyone knows, is actually not a pie in the year 2020. What? It's a cake. (gasps) No. But, But back in the olden times... The name Boston cream pie is derived from when cakes and pies were baked in the same pan and pie and cake was used interchangeably in Uh, recipes, which to me is a horrible time to be (laughs) alive. What the
1: hell? That's crazy. That's insane. It reminds me how in like in England, they call everything that's dessert pudding.
2: Yeah. Um, In the late 19th century, this pie was called in different recipes, cream pie, chocolate cream pie, and custard cake. And it was always the same damn thing. Um, it was allegedly invented in 1881 by Parker House Hotel in Boston. Okay. Um, I think they're also famous for those rolls, eh? The rolls!
1: Yeah, that's funny. I was going to make those rolls. I'm like, I want to make Parker House rolls.
2: Um, this cake is a direct descendant of American pudding cake and Washington pie. I don't know what those are, but they're interchangeable with pie and cake. So I think Washington pie is actually a cake.
0: (laughs) So there's no Um, crust.
1: No. Okay, interesting. A crustless pie is a cake. Right. <laughs> hmm. Well, uh, we solved that one. Open and shut case, boys. Let's get out of here.
2: That's not true though, because what about cheesecake? Ooh, cheesecake <laughs> is a
1: very confusing thing. I was actually just speaking to someone yesterday about cheesecake. What the hell? It's not a cake at all. It, that's a pie. It's cheese pie.
2: Well, cheese pie, you know, chess pie is actually cheesecake without any cheese. It's essentially, why, that's why they think it's called chess pie. I'm having a heart attack. <laughs>
1: <laughs> what is happening? I'm sorry. Things are hard enough. I'm sitting home for six weeks, and then all of a sudden, you tell me cake is pie, pie is cake, up is down, left is right. What's happening here?
2: Nothing. Everything's normal. <laughs>
1: Literally, actually, nothing is happening at all.
2: Um, let's get back to this Boston cream pie, which is easy to understand. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so it's a layer cake. You have two layers of French butter sponge cake. In the middle, you have delicious custard brushed with rum syrup and topped with chocolate fondant. It's delicious.
1: Wow, that's not what I thought it was at all, to be honest.
2: You've never had it before?
1: Uh, I guess I thought I had, but I had thought that it was like a pie crust with like chocolate maybe on the inside of the crust and then like custard and whipped cream. That's what, mm. if you had asked me what a Boston cream pie is, that's what I would
2: say it was. Yeah, no, it's a cake. Ooh. Well, what the fuck? <laughs> and then I just have some other pies that I want to give um, honorable mention to you that I didn't have time to talk about. Please. Number one, Shoe Fly Pie, which is.
1: Oh, that's good stuff. That's good pie.
2: It's like molasses crumb cake baked in a pie shell. So, what is it? <laughs>
1: yeah. What are you? <laughs> who are and you? And who do you work for?
2: There's Bob and Andy Pie which is an Amish custard pie. Um, There's derby pie, which is really good. I don't know if you've ever had that. No, I haven't. What is that? It's kind of like pecan pie, but the filling is chocolate and uh, traditionally chocolate and walnuts. I usually, I think I've had it with pecans and chocolate and bourbon. Ooh, yeah. Um, Then there's a banoffee pie, which I'm not a fan of personally, but I think it's funny to say. It's
1: delicious. I love banoffee pie.
2: I just don't like toffee. I love it. You don't like toffee? No. What about chocolate and caramel? What? No, not a fan. You want me to eat a Rolo? No way. (gasps) Uh, (laughs) What? We have nothing in common.
1: Rolos (laughs) were my favorite growing up. Why don't they make Rolos? What about Carmelo? No, isn't that the same thing?
2: What's the difference?
1: (laughs) Well, a Rolo was a tiny dot, and Carmelo was like a bar.
2: Uh, Okay, the final pie that I have to mention before we go on break. Yeah. Is moon pie.
1: Oh, yeah, moon pie. Moon pie is great. Remember we made all, made all those moon pies for the uh, event we did on the roof of the Brooklyn Grange? No. Well, remember it now. <laughs> <laughs> we did an event. Remember we did, like, that um, It was. A I remember the event. Dinner. Yeah. I, and, like, I mean,
2: I didn't do any of the food prep for that. I was just front of house.
1: <clears throat> I made, like, what felt like 7,000 moon pies in my mom's kitchen. It was after Brucie closed. Everything was pretty dark, and I was like, well, I have to use your kitchen to make all these moon pies, Mom.
2: <laughs> what flavor?
1: That's all I have left. It was just regular. It was like graham with whatever the fuck you put in the middle there. Mar- what is it, marshmallow in the middle, and then you dip it in chocolate?
2: Yeah. Yeah. They have other flavors. So they have like banana flavor. That's the best flavor.
1: Oh, no, this was not banana. It was normal. That was a great event. Shout out to Molly Oliver, Uh, who... Organize that dinner. Okay, should we take a little break row?
3: Yep. The James Beard Foundation is a nonprofit with the mission to celebrate, nurture, and honor chefs and other leaders, making America's food culture more delicious, diverse, and sustainable for everyone. And right now, it's working to respond to the dire situation the food and beverage community is in due to the COVID nineteen pandemic. Restaurants, bars and other independent food and beverage operations are often on the front lines of community revival. The majority of culinary community businesses have less than 500 employees, but collectively this industry generates one trillion dollars a year, 60 percent of which is pumped back into their local business communities. To help bring swift economic relief to these essential businesses, the James Beard Foundation launched a fund to provide microgrants to independent food and beverage businesses in need. You can donate at jamesbeard.org slash relief. And
1: we're back. Hi. (laughs) Hello. What a titillating break. That sponsor is amazing. Don't you agree? I love it. Ooh, that is a sponsor and a half. One of my favorite products in the world. I can't get enough of it. (laughs) So I wanted to talk to you about something that I think is funny. So Okay. I searched high and low for some pie content. I said, should I do pizza pie? I said, should I do Humble Pie the band? I said <laughs> to myself, <laughs> self. <laughs>
2: <laughs> they, are, they actually are a good band. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, they are a good band. I don't know if they have enough. Listen, who knows what they're doing now. I hope they're all <laughs> healthy and safe.
2: Hope they're eating <laughs> moon pies in the sky somewhere. <laughs>
1: Um, And then me and myself decided That it would be funny To do the history of a pie In the face Yeah So I also just want to say On a completely unrelated note That has nothing to do with this episode But I have had (laughs) one drink um, That last night I watched the movie Fletch (laughs) And it's the funniest movie of all time
2: I don't think it's that
1: funny Dude it is so funny I hadn't seen it in a long time (laughs) That movie is a real, a true LOL to me, which, like, it's rare that I, like, watch a movie and I really laugh out loud, but I love Fletch. When's the last time you saw it?
2: I mean, I've seen it recently. I saw it, I think, for the first time, actually, recently. It's, like, prime Chevy Chase. He looks prime. great. He looks hot. He
1: looks um, hot. And that scene when he's getting the, I posted it on my Instagram, and when he's, like, getting upgraded to first class
2: it's just you've you've gone out you've gone away I can't hear your voice you
1: can't hear me can you hear me now
2: yeah oh that
1: scene when he's getting upgraded to first class
2: and he's like yeah that you sent to me
1: yeah and he's like you're uh She's like, you're seated next to a Mrs. Kavanaugh. And she's like, well, you booked the ticket. And he's like, well, doesn't mean I want to sit next to her. <laughs> it's just like
2: one of my <laughs> favorite things. <laughs> I just didn't think I, mean, I don't, I watched it. I didn't think it was that good. It's, it's no, the long goodbye, you know? Mm-hmm. Well,
1: it's, that's just like a little. It shares some
2: similarities too. I just needed to mention
1: quickly. Chevy Chase also was very hot and I don't know what happened to him, but it makes me upset thinking about my own future. <laughs> as someone who will slip into ugliness in a mere maybe 20 to 30 years <laughs> at best <clears throat> okay so i want to do um the history of pie in the face
2: and also the history of rubber chickens <laughs>
1: yes and <laughs> <Loopy Cushion>. <laughs> <laughs> and those big long snakes that come out of a can of <laughs> 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 and a coin stuck in one's ear Um, (laughs) so I got most of my information for this from Mental Floss and HopesAndFears.com. Okay. Okay. Um, all right. So the first known pie fight appeared in a movie in 1909, a silent film, Avi, called Mr. Flip. Mr. Flip? Mr. Flip. It was directed by a man named Gilbert, uh, Bronco Billy Anderson. He sounds cool. An actor called Ben Turpin. What do you think you have to do to get be dubbed Bronco Billy as your nickname as a director? Be,
2: be a cowboy.
1: I know, but you're a director.
2: So I mean, it's 1909, so like the 1800s were only nine years prior. I think everybody was just riding around on broncos.
1: Right, right, right. So he. Also. <laughs> it probably
2: wasn't that uncommon of a nickname. It's probably like Skip. <laughs> oh.
1: <laughs> Skip. I'd like to be called Skip from now on. Actually, if you don't mind.
2: Okay. Really I do boring. mind, but it's fine.
1: <laughs> okay. So Mr. Flip, uh, I watched a couple of clips from this movie. Why he gets <laughs> a pie put in his face is because he's essentially just going around and grabbing, not, it says he's sexually harassing women. He's like a GM of a restaurant. So it's still exactly applicable to today. <laughs> he burn. Mm-hmm. He's just grabbing tits. He's just like straight up grabbing titties like he goes into a place grabs tits finally everyone's so sick of this fucking guy that they smush a pie into his face Uh, oh first they squirt him with seltzer they like everyone squirts they're like get out of here you nut and so they like swish a bunch of of seltzer at him Um, but then that doesn't work so they have to fucking smush a pie in his face and then he dies (laughs) he dies? no but the movie ends so we're meant to think that perhaps he dies
2: yeah, it's crazy before, you know, the censor thing happened, you could be naked and stuff in movies, like, in 1909, and it was fine.
1: Really? Oh, I didn't know that.
2: Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, up until, like, I'm pretty sure the 20s or the 30s is when they started the crazy, there's a really good documentary about it, but, uh, about the censorship? censors, yeah, the censors came in and, like, changed the way that movies are made and, like, what's allowed in film, and they were very prudish, and, um, they ruined everything. Wow, oh, that's so interesting.
1: I had absolutely no idea. Um, okay, so then in 1913, we started to have starting to have like a turning point. So this is definitely the first record. Oh, also, it didn't appear to me. It was very hard to see, but it didn't appear to me in this movie to be a cream pie. It looked more of like a fruit pie that they smushed in his face. Or even, that's
2: well, I did a little research on that, but I decided not to mention it because you were going to talk about it. But yeah, they. They think that the cream pie became the established official pie later.
1: Yeah, that definitely was not. That was like a much drier pie. Putting no a fruit
2: pie. pie in someone's face is really hard. Yeah, uh, like how hard. do you do it from flipping it out of the pan before it hits
1: their face? Yeah, dude, I agree. It's really, it's really weird. So then, in 1913, um, the guy, this guy Mac Senate, uh, who is also known as the father of Slacks classic comedy and the quote "pussard pie king um, <laughs> <laughs> um, he got bestowed by the New York Times by being the first because he was the uh, the uh, the first thrown pie in the face they say dates back to Mark Senate, 1913 Fatty Art Buckle Short called A Noise from the Deep so mm. I think maybe that's just because it was a cream pie but who knows then the 1930s hit people are fucking throwing pies left right and center everybody's got a pie it just becomes like this common trope in like every comedy movie everyone has to throw a pie it's
2: so the like, three
1: stooges. yep three stooges they made on two cartoons. movies huh
2: on cartoons on every
1: freaking cartoon everyone's smushing a pie in people's face um the three stooges made two movies about pie in the face with it like in the title they made one in 1941 called "In the Sweet Pie" and oh, actually three movies: "In the Sweet <laughs> Pie" and "Pie" in 1941, and in 1958, "Pies and Guys." Wow! And in 1925, Mark Senate, uh, oh the um, the Three Stooges made a remake of 19, of Mark Senate's 1925 movie, "The Great Pie Mystery," and they retitled it "Spook Louder." And it's Ooh. apparently not considered one of their best moments. The film is with Larry Moe and Curly featuring them attempting to control a mysterious machine that throws pies out of thin air. <laughs> okay, it sounds great. Right, I know. So Charlie Chaplin was like um, an OG, kind of like make-your-funner of the whole pie thing, I guess. Maybe if you were like a real comedian, you're like throwing pies is lame. So in his <laughs> movie Behind answer. the screen, Throwing by is not hipster Charlie Chaplin. Uh, and behind the screen in 1916, he introduced a group of actors pra- practicing their pie tossing with a sarcastic interlude that reads, the comedy department rehearsing a new idea. So he was obviously, like, even in 1916, not into it.
2: Real freaking too good for everybody, aren't you? Right?
1: Did we know that Charlie Chaplin was so uppity?
2: Well, I know that he dated a woman who was 13 years old. He did
1: yeah oh yeah Ew, i did not know that really he polanski it
2: it's even in the movie that they made of him the the big long movie with robert Downey jr mm.
1: you know what i never saw that i actually forgot no, completely very remembered. long was it called Chaplin?
2: yeah huh was it good i don't know i've actually seen it i, I think maybe it is i wonder what year did that come out like night. Was that in like a 93 90 time?
1: I have no idea. Was it post was it like in his comeback or in his Yeah,
2: it's his comeback.
1: Okay. I don't know. But maybe well,
2: No, out. I guess it's hard to say cuz his Kiss Kiss Bang Bang is his comeback comeback. And that's like 96? I don't know.
1: <laughs> so he was high as fuck playing for all we know. Um, high and cloak playing Charlie Chaplin, which On is a three party,
2: a 3-hour biopic. Oh, wow. Um, Or biopic. I always thought it was biopic, but I guess it's biopic.
1: I say biopic. Biopic sounds like a procedure, like an an anal procedure, like removing (laughs) some kind of thing from your
2: anus. Well, Um, I bet you can say it both ways. It's America.
1: (laughs) That's true. If, hey, listen, if we can go out and protest uh, to kill people because we need to get our hair, our roots dyed, we can say biopic, right? (laughs) Yeah. I mean, why the fuck not? Um, okay, listen, so, uh, in 2015, um, lost footage of a Laurel and Hardy movie called Battle of the Century was discovered, and it was the largest pie-throwing scene in history. So they just came across (laughs) this lost footage, and they had thrown over 3,000 pies in the film's ending.
2: So this is, like, their version of that scene in The Shining, where all the blood comes out, because it's, like, the most blood (laughs) ever used.
1: (laughs) That's so weird that you said that. I was just talking to someone <clears throat> about The Shining. They're like, I've never seen The Shining. Do you want to watch it? And I was like, sure. I'd love to. Hit me up. But yeah, like, uh, they just, like, really went for it. I wonder how much cream that is. Please call in and let us know how much cream you need to make 3,000 whipped cream pies. Also, sidebar, a whipped cream pie to me just seems really strange because when does anyone just have, like, a pie made of whipped cream?
2: Like, well, you know, they're obviously just made for the moment. They're just, just ready whipped in a pie crust.
1: Yeah, it just seems weird. So then we're gonna jump up a couple decades. 1964, a little movie called Doctor Strange Love, which is a Stanley Kubrick film, the doomsday satire, starring Peter Sellers. Um, in my notes, <laughs> I just wrote "not a good dude."
2: Um, you call it your like doomsday satire, and- but I realize you're just reading that description. Have you seen that movie? Yeah, I have. Yeah, Um Peter
1: Sellers is uh, a scumbag.
2: He is. That's I don't actually know that.
1: Oh, Peter Sellers is a bad dude. He was. Damn like, it. Yeah, he was a bad dude. Um, what a guys, great comedian, Panther. Yeah, great comedian, bad person. Um, apparently, had like, he also had what I read today, which I didn't know, is that uh, he had 15 heart attacks.
2: Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: Can That's you a lot. Believe it. But so, um, in the end. Did he die
0: of a heart attack?
1: Yeah, he died of a heart attack eventually. Yeah.
2: It's that must be act. so scary. You're like, is this going to be the one? And then yeah. you have 14 more. <laughs> no,
1: 15 heart attacks is a fucking shit ton. It's 14 too many. Um, so he Damn. died of a heart attack. And uh, anyway, the actual ending was supposed to be a pie fight
2: of Dr. Strangelove. Yes.
1: That's huh, how we wanted to end it with a huge pie fight.
2: That would have been. I think that could have worked. I
1: agree. And I watched the alternate ending. There's like alternate endings you can watch on the internet. Um, you watch
2: yeah, the pie fight ending.
1: Yeah, they have the pie oh, fight ending on the internet. It's crazy. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, and then there was a movie that came out the year after with Natalie Wood and Jack Lemon, which was kind of like a sad, like a um, kind of like a wacky funny movie. And it was uh, called The Great Race. I didn't really do much other research about this. But in the last scene, they threw 2,357 pies at each other. <laughs> Why? I don't know. But everyone was just, like, throwing pies. And then the pie-throwing trend ended, basically, in Blazing Saddles <laughs> in
2: 1974.
1: Which I haven't think seen that before.
2: was the final year?
1: Yeah, basically. So, like, Mel Brooks was, ba- like, you know, in the last scene of Blazing Saddles. Have you ever seen it? Yeah. I hadn't seen it in so long. I had to rewatch this scene. I, I think I saw it when I was, I don't know, in sixth grade or something. And um, in the last scene, everyone's just, like, throwing pies. But it's, like, most Melbrook stuff. It's just, like, you know, very, like, zany and wild and obviously not meant <laughs> to be serious. And so people are, like, shooting each other and, like, beating each other but also throwing pies. <laughs> and, like, and people are just being like impaled and it's, it's really great but apparently after that it was like really known that like throwing pies was no longer could never actually be funny ever again
2: but people still did it I, well, yeah. I grew up in the 90s the people 80s still and the did 90s. It,
1: but in movies so then what really happened is that people started transitioning pieing real people as like an act of protest
2: <laughs> oh yeah like pro like Prote- like throwing red paint on someone's face.
1: Exactly. So, a few people that were pied, I mean, there's been lots of people that have been pied as, like, you know, part of like, you can't do that on television or it's like funny or in good. Or whatever, in good faith, but a couple of people have been pied in a kind of violent way. Oh, um, yeah, like
2: you can't do that on television. That's what I was like. I'm, I have a strong memory of pie on that, but then I'm like, did it not happen? Because you said it stopped. It all stopped in 1974.
1: No, it just like, <laughs> wasn't funny anymore. It wasn't part of like a funny movie to like pie people. Mel Brooks' like, okay, this is really dumb. And like, I guess it's like, like,
2: guys, like, enough.
1: Enough fucking pie. So but yeah, okay. So
2: they do do it a lot and you can't do that on television.
1: Yes, they do. So, okay. A couple of ones I want to shout out. I'm going to go most famous at the end. Um, This one, I'm just going to read a direct quote. Canadian Minister of Fisheries and Oceans, Gail Shea, got a mouthful of tofu tart while giving a speech in Burlington, Ontario. The culprit was Emily McCoy, a New York City woman, who had chosen to lash out at Shea for her mistreatment of seals.
2: This woman lives in New York, and she's not the Canadian president of the ocean?
1: Yeah. (laughs) She didn't like the Canadian Ocean president, Seal so she <laughs> took a an pie and smushed it in her face. Now, here's another person who did not get an actual pie in the face, but I still think it was really funny. A protester spilled ranch all over Pat Buchanan.
2: <laughs> <gasps> That's amazing. <laughs>
1: Covered him in ranch.
2: Although he doesn't deserve to be covered in delicious ranch. I know,
1: ranch is too good for Papihan and fucking racist ass. <laughs> um, okay, Rupert Murdoch was pied while he was testifying before Parliament. And some of this made me realize how easy it would be to just, like, kill someone. I'm like, if you Wait,
2: sorry. Like, he no, was before Parliament and before someone parliament. managed to get in there with a the pie?
1: In Canada, somebody got in with a pie and smushed in his face. I was like, if somebody can get so close to Rupert Murdoch in Parliament... To smush a pie in his face? Like how could they not just get up to him and like kill him? I don't know. Well that I mean
2: both of these things are Canadian, so that thing that's that's something that means something. They just right. have much less, less laxer security, I guess. That's why that New York lady was like, I can't pie anyone in the United States without I go getting to shot to death by the police. Do you think so have she to like go to made, Canada?
1: Do you think she like made the pie at home in New York and like brought it all the way to Canada?
2: I don't know where the hell she fucking find a tofu tart. <laughs> just kidding, you probably find them everywhere. Well most places.
1: <laughs> okay, listen. So then there was a pie attempt on Ann Coulter. Unfortunately, it was unsuccessful.
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, so they go. So if you if you try to put a pie on someone, you can go to jail for like assault, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Ann Coulter, <laughs> fucking monster. Uh, would have loved to seen that person cover up in pie, especially if it was full of you know human shit. That would have been amazing. Um, Sly Stallone was pied while opening Planet Hollywood. <laughs> oh, I didn't find that in my research. <laughs> yep, he got pied. Bill Gates got pied in Brussels. Good. Um, this is maybe the best one. Anita Bryant, the anti gay activist and singer, was pied. <laughs> Charles got pied by a 15 year old schoolgirl.
2: <gasps> oh my god, he did.
1: Uh-huh. Yep. While opening a school.
2: Oh my God, that is amazing.
1: Yep. Uh, New York Yankee in like the 90s, I think, or early 2000s, Robinson Robinson Cano um, got a walk-off home run and he got pied twice in one
2: <laughs> game. <laughs> oh, come on.
0: Yeah,
1: I know. Twice pied. And then this one was probably kind of a joke, but I'm not really sure. Um, at a screening of Doctor Strange Love, Fiona Apple was playing, and she got pied by Johnny Knoxville.
2: <laughs> Whoa, that's relevant now. She's that new album out. <laughs> I know. Did you listen to it? No.
1: Yeah, I didn't either. I would. Um, so I guess
2: this is good. We have to do civil disobedience in this way. We have to bring this back because there are exactly. so many people cause, that I would like to actually murder with guns, but I can't because that's wrong. Of course. So instead, I will pie them.
1: So I was going to ask you, my chef recommends question today actually is, uh, I have two, but my first is, if you could pie one person, who would it be?
2: Just one person?
1: Yeah, you have to pick just one person to pie.
2: Um, that's too hard.
1: Well, just pick the person that comes to mind. You can pick a couple if you want. I don't really care. <laughs> pick those, however
2: many There are, are no rules, yeah. Zara. I don't know, like Nancy Pelosi and um, who else? Pretty much all other Republicans and all those protesters. I would like to take one huge pie and have it land on all of them. (laughs) Okay, I have an obscure
1: one, but I think I would like to pie (laughs) Dr. Fauci because he looks like he could just use like a lighthearted gesture.
2: I don't you would have to that would be too confusing in the news
1: I know but like not because obviously he's he's awesome but just like I feel bad that his life seems like so stressful and and like abysmal especially at the end of his career so just like because I think sometimes a pie can be a fun nice gesture you know what I mean like comedians will pie each other on stage or something and like I think I would just like to give him a pie to be like hey buddy like not I don't know. It's a
2: little. It's a little aggressive. I don't think that it's funny.
1: But maybe at his house,
2: <clears throat> like at his house. Yeah, just like breaking and entering, like yeah. when he's sleeping.
1: Exactly. I'd be like, "Hey, here's a pie. Like it's okay," and we'd laugh, and then we'd like tickle each other in the pie. <laughs> Gross. I have. I'm hot for him too. Oh my god. I'm Keep kidding. Your pants on. He's too short. Um. No. <laughs> I think
2: maybe if I had a pie, someone
1: I actually didn't like, I'd pie Elizabeth Warren.
2: Yeah, Warren, I mean, Horan Warren. Warren, Warren, I was madder last week. This week, I'm like, I feel nothing. <sighs> well, just wait until he's <laughs> here with
1: pie all over her face. Um, okay, my next question is if you had to make a pie out of your house right now with the ingredients that you have on hand,
2: mm-hmm. and you can
1: assume <clears throat> that you have a pie crust or that you don't, and if it makes a out of something weird, what would it be?
2: Um, I don't really have. Stuff to make a pie
1: that makes everything that makes the question so much better.
2: I guess I have to make like a savory pie, okay? We can make some sort of almond flour crust <laughs> and okay. put beans in there, yeah, and you know, some spices. Oh, be a bean and spice pie, sure, Ooh, yeah, that sounds good. I don't know, yeah, I'm not bad question for me. I'm like, there probably is a way for me to make... I guess I could make a fruit pie, because I have frozen fruit, but that... What kind of fruit? That would my, go against all your instincts. What kind of fruit do you have? nemesis. I have frozen blueberries, frozen cherries, frozen raspberries. Oh, wow. You can make a cherry rasp blue pie. Frozen watermelon. What? Frozen, frozen
1: watermelon? Where the fuck did you get that?
2: Well, it's from, like, the summertime. Oh, <laughs> that's yeah. Why that's it's nice. That's good. I have Wait. frozen... Watermelon, honeydew, and cantaloupe, because if you take those and you put them in the slushy maker, the blender, yeah, it makes the most delicious, refreshing slush.
1: You put a little booze in there?
2: Mm, I have not, but it's definitely an option.
1: Yeah, throw a little booze in there. Send one over this way. Um, yeah, I think-
2: a bodega by my house had that as an option. It was like watermelon, cantaloupe, honeydew, smoothie. And I'm like, that sounds amazing. And I ordered it, and it was just all those three things. There was nothing else in there. And ah. so I was like, wow, I can just make this at home. And then I bought all three of those things and it was wildly expensive. <laughs> and so I just left them in my freezer as a monument to when I had ambition to make that. Did you cut them um, up or
1: are they just whole in there?
2: They came cut up already. Oh, okay. That's why it was so expensive.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Um, I also don't really like cantaloupe or honeydew on their own.
1: Oh, I love cantaloupe. With like a little bit of lime and sea salt, cantaloupe is real good.
2: It has nice. to be like the perfect cantaloupe though. Yeah, There's so much margin of error that it's not worth it.
1: You gotta to get me. a summer cantaloupe. The thing about cantaloupe that's whack is that like when you got a cantaloupe <laughs> in about like five minutes after you bring it home, it smells like diarrhea.
2: Yeah, I know. Like it smells like it already smells like it's starting to riot, rot when it's like ripe. So yeah. it's like, you when know it, things are bad news. This one smells like
1: a diaper, it's perfect. <laughs> um I think like it's better to say what pie you make if you don't have anything in the house. Right now, I would have to make a pie with, um, I guess I can make some kind of vegetable pie, too. Like, I have some mushrooms and swish chard and feta cheese. You can make
2: a quiche. I could also make a quiche. Ooh,
1: a quiche.
2: Quiche That's is what we a were pie. talking. We were texting about this, and I was like, wait, is quiche a pie? And you are like, it is. because yeah, quiche is a pie. It's got a pie crust.
1: Yeah, it sure does. What are your th- <laughs> top three favorite pies?
2: I already told you guys. Say it again. I like lemon chest pie. I really like pecan pie, too, now that I eat nuts. Yeah, it's good. You would sure do um, eat nuts. Oh, I also, I like pumpkin pie, which I did not mention
1: here. Yep, that's a slab, um, a slithery slab pie.
2: Yeah, I love a pumpkin pie. It's delish. What could go wrong? <clears throat> I've never had a bad pumpkin pie, not even those, like, Sarah Lee ones in the freezer. Yeah, pumpkin pie is good.
1: I'm gonna throw in a curveball here for you. Whoa! Something we okay. We haven't mentioned my top three. Uh, number three, chicken pot.
2: Mmm, great.
1: Or turkey pot, honestly, or even veggie pot. I could go with any kind of creamy, savory stew pie is good for me. <laughs> um, I'm also gonna mention one we haven't spoke about: key lime. Oh yeah. Yo, key lime. That's a pie. Okay, that's a good pie. <clears throat> Uh, it's and, not
2: not in my top three.
1: Oh, it's it's good though, When it's good. It's good. I make a pretty good key lime pie. That might make you a convert. Uh, it might. Do you, you put a meringue, meringue
2: on there? Because I don't no, like meringue. No meringue, bitch.
1: No meringue. I'm not even really into meringue. I mean, I'll take it, but it's not my thing.
2: I just I'm like, but why? Put some whipped cream on there. That shit's good.
1: Yeah, no, I do. Um, I do whipped cream, and I like a little ro- a little splasher of rose water in the in the key lime pie mixture. Um, mm. And then I do um. a a nectarine or peach rasp pie, which I know you're not going to like, so I'm not even going to bother trying to convert you, but that is my favorite. (laughs) Barf. Ooh, nectarine (laughs) rasp in the summer. But I got to tell you something, honestly, from the bottom of my heart, if I never had pie again, I wouldn't care. I could live my whole life without pie. I would never look back.
2: I know. I think that's why you didn't know that I didn't like that whole shebang because you don't really, like, make a fucking apple cobbler and ask me to eat it because I would spit it in your face. (laughs) I
1: prefer cobbler, though. Cobbler to me is great. Like a plum. A hot, I love hot fruit. Um, but there's mm-hmm. almost nothing that I can't live without except for like I don't know. Like I'd be really bummed out if I could never do but- bread and butter or like spaghetti again.
3: Um, or
2: like yeah. a lot I of like food. cake. I like cake and cookies. But they're I just don't I don't like sweets as much as I used to. Thank God. Um, so <clears> I don't <throat> eat them. I don't like bake. I used to bake quite a bit and make cake and cookies and stuff all the time but I don't do that anymore
1: you know what sugar is really addiction and addiction and like I have been thrown back ever since I like stopped drinking as much as I used to I mean I still have a cocktail here and there but like um I really have been craving sugar and like once you start with a little bit of sugar it's hard to stop you know you really have to like it's hard to just have a little bit of sugar in your life you're either eating sugar or you're not
2: my parents sent me this huge package or this huge container of Jelly Belly jelly beans, which is oh. my favorite jelly bean. But I just put it in my cabinet. And I'm like, no, I don't want to open it. Because then once I open it, I won't be able to stop eating it, them. Yeah, <laughs> um, And it's like, you know, because they're so small, you end up eating so many of them. And I usually end up eating them until I feel a little ill. And then I'm like, how much sugar do I just eat? Like 50 tablespoons? I don't know. I know. I'm thinking like I'm maybe,
1: like I'm having to pee so much during the night. I'm like, am I like pre-diabetic?
2: Like I'm not eating
1: that <laughs> much sugar. I'll have like uh, one no, sugar in the not. day. But I'm like, is that enough to be like diabetic?
2: No, I just, I'm having to pee in the night too. It's probably because we're either not sleeping as deeply as we normally do or because just like our sleep's all weird because it's Because
1: okay. I'm getting up like three times in the night to pee.
2: Well, are you drinking a lot right before you go to bed? No. but
1: I have to pee so badly each time. It's not like I'm just like a little pee. Like I get up and I'm like, but that's why I think maybe it's diabetes from like the five (laughs) Sour Patch kids I eat a day. Is that possible?
2: Yeah, you definitely (laughs) have it.
1: (laughs) (laughs) No. (laughs) All right. Well, this was a titillating episode. I hope you guys like pie. Otherwise you are not going to have enjoyed this at all. (laughs) You might not have enjoyed it anyway. Who knows yeah. what you like nowadays? We not I mean, can't...
2: true pie fans had we gave them nothing.
1: Yeah, that's true. <laughs> we didn't really give anything to anyone. If we're going to be completely honest,
2: right? This was just for me.
1: Yeah. Um. Much love to ya, and hasta La past Ah, uh, but yeah. Okay. Farewell, I'll be to say. Does that mean goodbye? I have no idea. Hope it does. I hope Ask it Heidi Klum.
3: Goodbye.
1: <laughs>
2: <Okay, laughs> bye. bye.